start your agents. I'm James. And my name is Keen, and I'm the other half of this duo, which is arguably even more iconic than Brangy. Ooh, yeah, I think so. Arguably. RuPaul's Drag Race Canada is here. Almost. Yeah. Um, I like the way I kind of they're wedging in all of the like the voiceover from RuPaul so they can still call it RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, even though like it's all like it seems like pre-recorded stuff that like RuPaul probably like has no real, real part in and it is like so it's technically Brooklyn's Drag Race. I've had I've had an issue with this since the very beginning. I actually I, and I, I'm I'm going to call it out right now and I've said this before, but I think that you can't have I think that having a runner-up from another series host the main series for a particular country. I mean, it basically says that even the winner of Drag Race Canada isn't going to be considered as iconic or better than a runner-up from a dull season of the US one. I mean, we haven't even done the intro yet. (laughs) 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 And the opinions are Okay, right. So now we're in the main part of the episode. <laughs> I feel like an actor. I've, I've calmed down. I've calmed down. I've taken a chill pill, eh? <laughs> I keep doing like, trying to do a Canada accent and it comes out Minnesota. But um, anyway. Yeah, I, but Rue especially recorded that particularly because the bit at the end where he does the oot. Yeah, okay. Um, right. But I did think, why didn't they get Brooke to do the voiceover? Like... She's in the trailer for about five seconds and it's supposed to be her show. Maybe that's maybe the whole thing is going to be set up because you know the way it's not actually like Brooklyn's like it's it's mm. like a co-host kind of an affair. So like herself and Jeffrey and um, the other people whose names I've forgotten. Stacey McKenzie. Yes, are set up as kind of like like peers. So rather than kind of the situation where it's Rue is the like the premiere and then Michelle, Carson and Ross are kind of just like feeding in. It's kind of a... So maybe throughout the season there will be some sort of uh, involvement from Rue. So maybe like Rue will, will have a point. Of, uh, I oh, I doubt, I, d- I doubt it. Yeah. I, I but know. I wonder what like, you know, the Brooklyn's name isn't above the door. Maybe like they'll kick her out and it'll be Jackie Cox's Drag Race for season two. Or whoever wins this will become the person. And then oh, that'll yeah. be oh, your prize. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> That's better than Drag Race UK, anyway. <laughs> I know. I don't know if you were you have you have you, have you been watching uh, the pit stop with Bob the Drag Queen? Uh, I have been watching the pit stop with Bob the Drag Queen. Did you see the Vivian on there? I did last week. I thought she was very funny, mm. and I actually would say that that appearance on the pit stop was probably more valuable to her career than. Mm. <laughs> the yeah, he takes seems to be having Hollywood. all the winners on. Um, winners of seasons and stuff because like last week whatever this week's episode was Alaska um, so I'm interested and with Bianca was week four yeah so you're right and Violet okay. yeah. and Violet okay good I'm, I'm liking that as a, as, a, as a theme yeah exactly it's all stars you know we have to get the winners in mm-hmm. Brooklyn wasn't even a winner and she gets to host the show and you would be kind of like if you're another Canadian queen who's been doing it for long in the Brooklyn being like how come she has her name over the door and I don't but look that's yeah. showbiz right she, she got that green card so she got on that main show the one that matters. And I'm also thinking as well, they're like, you know, in the ad, they're like, you know, Brooklyn, she's clearly queen of the North. And I'm like, surely people are contesting that she named herself that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so we're here to do the Meet the Queens. We have, there's 12 queens. 
eight, um, which is quite like I would have thought it was ten for the first series. That seems to be yeah. like a staple. So I'm glad they went in for twelve, um, and they seem diverse enough. So we're just gonna go through them as we normally do in the Meet the Queens episode to share our thoughts. The content available to Meet the Queens was quite short. There was only like a one minute clip uh, for each of them. Yeah, and then there was like a little kind of like Q and A business as well, but there was very little. Um, you are right; there wasn't a huge amount of. Um, there wasn't a huge amount of information. Like there wasn't like a huge amount of like interviews, and even the kind of like for, say for the last season of uh, Drag Race where they had that big kind of like Boulay Brothers style runway walk mm. with like all of that stuff around. Like there wasn't much pomp and ceremony. It was just them sitting on a stool in the the main stage. One thing I would say, first impression wise, is that these queens seem a lot more, say, polished and together than the queens for the UK one. Yeah. When I when we were doing the the the, the Meet the Queens UK, it, so I think that kind of quality wise of the queens overall, I'm expecting it to be quite high. Yeah, and from some of the glimpses of the runways, they seem better than the UK as well. Yeah, I think they've hit the ground running much more than the UK. Mm. Uh, and I think that the, where the UK excelled was in sort of like performance and personality. So it'll be interesting to see if they can also do that because a couple of these queens, like they all seem very competent. They all seem like they're very good at drag. But there's a couple of them where it's like, I don't know that I'm going to find you that interesting. Mm. It's going to be interesting. All right. So I've got a piece together from the official Meet the Queens. They did a chat with Extra Magazine. There was some uh, montage video and I read entertainment weekly so we have all the information here that we can sort of condense into you so you don't have to do any of it you've heard all the information in one little pop first queen up is anastasia anakwe i always think anastasia sounds like somebody who's who, the same sort of person who says chicago like anastasia <laughs> <laughs> quite like south country in england like from bristol <laughs> I think Anastasia sounds like it would be like a knockoff kind of, you know, Euro giant uh, sort of Barbie doll <laughs> pop star. Anastasia Beverly Hills makeup cosmetics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, originally from the Bahamas, she has won 15 pageants in her career. Um, she's been in Drag Race for 17 years. She's the reigning Miss Black Continental. So she seems to be your, you know, your classic pageant queen. She came across quite stoic. Like I felt she didn't really let much mm-hmm. show in the videos. Did you warm to her? Um, I thought she was quite funny. I, I liked how she said, was it she said how the, like the, the best thing about her drag was being able to take it all off and be her boy self again. Which mm. I thought was quite funny. And then also, well, this is like a misheard because I was like sort of half watching. At one point she described herself as a self-sufficient queen and I misheard and just thought that she said that she was a sufficient queen. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. I am middle of the road. <laughs> um, I didn't like her wig. I thought her wig was too big in, the, in just in the look. But... Um, Overall, I think she seemed confident. I, I think she seems like she, she she's going to be, she's going to come in like one of those American pageant queens. You'll know what she's doing and she'll go a long way. And I'd say that she will also be someone who'll, who'll create drama based on our previous seeing, uh, previously seeing um, the pageant queens kind of go that direction. The stereotype of Canadians is that they're kind of, they're nicer, they're less egotistical than the Americans. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone's different, but there's a stereotype. I wonder, will this season have less drama? Will people be less egotistical? You know, well, I, I got a tiny glimpse of... Um, that when I saw so the VTs and they were like we all deserve to win but obviously one of, only one of us can like, I wonder will there be less ego in, in the show I think that they do all seem like they probably know how to get on with each other better but I just also think this is such a pressure cooker of a situation that the nicest person in the world is still going to find themselves overwhelmed so I can't imagine there'll be no drama but 
it could be a case that it's just one of those very like sort of bland in terms of that side of things because mm. if you think about season 12 there wasn't an enormous amount of like interpersonal drama on season 12 but it still was an entertaining and interesting season because the performances that were being given were really strong so maybe we're going to get that vibe yeah and so i'm not actually mad at that like if it's natural drama fine but don't force it i don't think and like i just think in terms of the the toxic fandom i don't think you need to roll them up anymore let's i think if we move reality tv along a bit um leave the scrapping for the housewives let's see it that way i i completely agree with you and i'd actually one thing i'd say about this cast in general is we didn't have any of those people who are like i'm going to be the shit stirrer which you normally get in the american mm, when you have people I, who are like I have, I have someone i've done as a villain but we'll get to them <laughs> no one no one self-selected that okay. role there's a few people i think who kind of like you you could see how they could go that direction but no one was like dahlia sin being like i'm gonna do the bitch call a bitches out okay true yes do you know who anastasia's fashion icon is um i can't remember i did watch that vt but i can't remember okay, but this will be a fun game we can play erica badu oh yes i remember she said that now mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be interesting I want to inform her looks As we look across um, Okay I'm going to say Middle of the road For Anastasia I'd say five or six episodes uh, I am going to pop her Through to the Second Into the second half But not too far into it Okay So beyond So beyond So seven, eight, nine Out Yes exactly Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I don't not, not finale I don't believe But definitely close to finale Cool Next up is Boa, B-O-A, obviously like the snake, but it stands for Bitch on Arrival. She is from Toronto um, and her look. Oh, yeah. Another thing I meant to say as well was, so she was dressed up as an ice skater. What was the brief for these looks? Because nine of them were dressed in white and three of them were just dressed in like navy black and purple. Um, I get the impression that it was like Queen like queen of the North was probably the brief and a lot of them went with that kind of like ice queen look. Okay. And because... Yeah, the, like it was all of the looks were quite regal mm. in the the way they went, and I, I suppose uh, Boa's look was unflattering. I didn't mind it because she was dressed as an, as an ice skater and she had an, an ice hockey hockey stick, <laughs> ice hockey hockey stick, and it was <laughs> and it was like emblazoned with jewels and stuff like that. And then she had made a sort of cape out of the net, which I thought was quite nice and crafty. Mm. B-O-A is D-O-A in my book <laughs> uh, No I, I, I got like a bit of a James Mansfield Do you remember that like real shady edit They gave James Mansfield when she, she mm. walked in Where they like obviously showed her like setting up some of her stuff So it like made her look incompetent I felt like there was a little bit of a shady edit going on for, for Boa Because she was all like oh I, like, I don't want to come off as too stupid like, like they showed her obviously having a conversation with a producer Like which was not from her answers to the question so I didn't really like that but I thought she seemed quite nervous um and I I, I didn't overall love the look she she gave me very similar vibes to like Calorie Kardashian someone who That's I exactly don't... who I thought as well oh Calorie I I would see her having a similar run to Calorie Kardashian and James Mansfield that would be which, my which my... is not much of a run at all barely yes. out of the gate <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah more of a a short stumble um if you can't remember then who would you say her fashion icon was oh god was she was she one of the ones who said uh oh god no i do remember it was rosie o'donnell yes (laughs) (laughs) um i saw her described as having a goofy energy which i think is is good and i heard that she's quite good 
uh, kind of off the cuff on a microphone yeah. instead of a show. So, I mean, that can get you quite far. Like, if you can, well, I mean, actually, here's another thing. Maybe it won't. Maybe this set of judging criteria won't be totally different from from RuPaul. Like, all I need to do is make RuPaul laugh. In Drag Race Germany, all I need to do is be able to dance, it seems. So, you know, we don't know what Brooke and Jeffrey and well, Stacey are going to want. Absolutely. And I would think that, like, probably, like, humor and improv, two of the things that Brooke was not very strong at, are not going to be the things that uh, she's going to be wanting to highlight. Yeah, whoever wins Snatch Game, she'll just send them home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the, the challenge is going to be to be as bland as possible. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't, I, I, I was going to say maybe third or fourth out. That's kind of where I was saying. Um, But I did get that Kardashian energy. So we will see. Up next, then, is Elona Verley, who is from Vancouver. You used to live in Vancouver, didn't you? I did. I knew her well. Me and her were great friends. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, but you can tell me a bit more about her. All I have down here now is, um, oh, that they are non-binary. Apologies, Elona. And they are indigenous, and they identify as two-spirit, which we can get into in a second. By indigenous, it means that they are part originally from the First Nations. Would that be right? That is correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, which is which is the equivalent of what in America? Like just um, so, like it would be nat- like Native, Native, American. Native American. Like it is kind of you know that it's that say it's like the same thing, opposite sides of the the border. So it's just, yeah. yeah, Native yeah. Canadian or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The indigenous tribe. Um, and I, they had a nervous energy about them um, that I couldn't quite pin, and it was hard to know what their personality was like in a show. I actually thought that 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 they came off kind of excited, and I like thought that they were kind of confident, confident, confident in themselves, and like I, 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 I got like funny, I got confident, I got charming. The one thing I didn't get was the one thing that they pointed out that their skills that points to skill set main skill set was, which was the makeup. I didn't really love the makeup. I I thought that the the makeup was kind of one of the weakest overall out of the the bunch. Mm. Uh, but I I I actually I enjoyed I enjoyed them. And yeah. I'm, I, I'm like Eon, Ilona, Ilona, I, Ilona Varley. Uh, the name doesn't flow off the tongue. No, I would say. it's a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I have my notes right from my face. I'm like Ilona Varley, and it just doesn't sound right. Uh, I think they will have a really good mirror moment because being indigenous, I'm sure, has a lot of story to tell, especially on the world stage. And only yeah. being to Canada and sort of visiting family over there, have I understood the sort of or only started to understand the sort of relationship between the the white. And the, and the indigenous people and then also if they identify as two spirit that's kind of like a branch of the plus in the lgbtq plus that's mm-hmm. very, that is hardly spoken about at all over this side over the atlantic um and as far as i'm aware and correct me if i'm wrong two spirit is a concept in native american culture that a spirit can be both masculine and feminine and some people identify as that right yeah well um they explained this photo in the in the video they explained it's without actually stating two-spirit it's that like physically presented masculine but internally fe- sort of presented feminine um, okay. i think and i think that that seems to have been the sort of the clearest explanation of it i would in i i i hope that they have a good run do you think like you, it is it's 
pretty impressive that they're going right out of the gate with a non-binary person cat in the cast. I think that's really, really good and sort of like it's kind of great with the fact that it does have the RuPaul branding on it. Uh, as mm. well as nice because I suppose it's introducing that more into 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 Drag Race as like part of what we're going to start seeing from queens coming up. Um, but I actually just overall enjoyed them as a as a queen and as a contestant. Um, so I'm I'm excited yeah. to see how they go. I mean, I think Davina De Campo identified as non-binary, but that wasn't really brought up. And I think Davina used like she, her, and he, him yeah. pronouns while, she, while they were on the show. So, um. Maybe Alona will be the same. Maybe they won't want to brought it up, but yeah. uh, but because actually yes, because even even with say Peppermint when when she, when she was on the show that like her transition had started, mm. but they didn't really talk about it until it was like quite late on in the show, and then it was like a what yeah, uh, it, it's not something that was addressed really hugely in the show. Yeah, and I'd love to see if Alona did sort of more non-binary drag rather than the female. Yes, uh, yeah. You know, representation drag. I'd like to see, you know, a bit more gender fuck up in there it would be fun. But, you know, we know what RuPaul's like, so we don't know. <laughs> well, we don't know what Brooke is like. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say Brooke is shackled to that desk. I don't yeah. think she gets what she was saying. <laughs> okay, up next, one of the, I think, one of the most unique drag queen names I've heard, Jimbo. Mm. What do you think of Jimbo, Jimbo? Um, I I have so many people in my life who call me Jimbo and don't realise how damaging it is. <laughs> <laughs> it just emasculates me and removes any sense that I should be taken seriously as an individual. <laughs> I think that something terrible must have happened in this person's past that they've chosen to present this way. Uh, I really did not enjoy this person one bit I thought that they were like everything they said felt so rehearsed and it was almost like they were reading it off a teleprompter like there was absolutely no like like nothing natural anywhere and I don't know if that's like a like that is going to be part of their personality or if that's just going to be part of how they like just present themselves on the show I I like I, I I would like to see like I would like to have felt even even like a, a, a tiny, tiny amount of like warmth or like genuineness off them or authenticity. I was like, I just like a cat. The hair was standing in the back of my neck and not just because the, the name Jimbo has haunted me for years. <laughs> it made sense when they said that they uh, used to, they trained as a clown because that is 100% the energy they give off. This sort of creepy, you know, androgynous entity and mm. you're you you feel you should be laughing but you kind of want to scream um, yeah. and they brought that into into drag into drag basically it's like quirky campy like it isn't sort of fun nina west you know jazz hands campy it's kind of you know stephen king campy <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it is <laughs> now apparently she is good at stand-up so that would would do well. Um, she's from Victoria. Do you know Do you know where that is? Yeah, Victoria is the big island off of um, off of Vancouver. Okay, so Van- Victoria a- is Victoria is the capital of Vancouver Island. I apologize to our Canadian fans. <laughs> Please do not come for us in the comments. <laughs> I just, the whole the whole the whole Jimbo presentation sort of had this, and I don't know. This is going to age me, and maybe I won't have a clue what I'm talking about, but. Do you remember um, Smack the Pony? Yes. Okay. Do you remember what they would do, like the like the video dating kind of segments? Jimbo's oh, watched, whole beast. I watched one episode. I loved it, but never watched it again. Well, anyway, Jimbo basically Jimbo feels like a creepy sort of parody of like a 
bad dating video. I was like, get it away from me. Okay. <laughs> Back to yeah. Vancouver Island with you. I must say I am intrigued though. I am intrigued to see what she comes up with. Yeah, if she is able to do something, if she's able to like wipe all that like creepiness off and do, you know what? I'm kind of going to get a bit Michelle Visage here. I would like to see her do Glamazon. Show me Glamazon, Jimbo. <laughs> Show me Glamazon. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I like... I, I think she'll bring a different energy and it'll be interesting to see and maybe she'll amp up the creepiness because that's something we wouldn't have seen before on the on the runway. Just No, that creep. is that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Who was Jimbo's fashion icon? Oh god. I mean it was probably something weird like Lord Zog or something like that. I, uh... RuPaul. Oh, that's it. Because I forgot <laughs> she did that whole like creepy like put me on your shoulders, mammy. Put me on your shoulders and let me go faster. No, don't stop. I don't know, like, yeah. what's happening inside that head. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, up next is Juice Box. Um, I have down, I reckon she'll be the trade of the season. She claims to be a lip sync assassin. I felt she came across kind of nervous and jittery in her VT. I also had that she came across as nervous. I do like that when she was asked what she had done to prepare for coming on to Drag Race Canada, she said, get a load of money. I was like, yeah, that is what we understand people have to do. It's the answer. Uh, but I, I I got like, I picked up nerves off her as well. Um, I There was a couple of queens who I, I, I sort of felt quite, were quite similar. Uh, and she fell into that category. I think kind of like Kiara and her, if I'm mm. right, we're kind of like similarly and maybe Lemon too. Like th- those mm-hmm. three kind of, I think, fell into a, like, I, I think I'll, I, I'm not going to, I think that I'll get them mixed up a little bit. Um, I have her down as an early out, I think. I did watch one of the other videos. I thought she kind of came across as fun and a bit more relaxed, but I, I have her like first or second out. Yeah, I think by Boa, by Juicebox. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how how far do you reckon Jimbo's going to get into it oh I have this horrible feeling Jimbo's going to get right to the end and I'm going to be stuck so that was Jimbo and Juice Box next up is Kiara uh, I don't think that's a particularly original name a bit bored by it. she seems to be a fashion queen she's really picking herself up from a uh, performance point of view she says she can do comedy she said she can do lip sync I found everything she said a bit insincere and a bit vague. Yeah, I have, like I've just written here in my notes, needs a lot of praise. <laughs> um, and like, obviously looks is her big focus and kind of like she was her saying like, oh, like she wants to be told she's beautiful and told she's great. And you can tell like she's a look queen that that's kind of her main thing, but she knows you can't just be a look queen. So she had to say, oh, I'm great at performance. I'm great at, because she even she's like, oh my God, like I'm great at lip syncs. My lip syncs are really good. It's like, come on. If you actually are really passionate about how your performance is, you're going to use an adjective that's slightly stronger mm. than good. Yeah. <laughs> so she's on the Quebec scene. Um, apparently she's one of only few queens of colour on the Quebec scene as well. So she does sort of talk about uh, sort of the representation and that. Her fashion icon was? Okay, see, three of them said Grace Jones and I can't remember if she was one of them. No, she said Naomi Campbell. Ah, right. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing a Ariel Versace style run for her. Safe, safe, safe out. Yeah, I'd I'd buy that too. Um I I think that she's going to I think her, her fashion is going to be really good and she's going to look great and she'll have that confidence of kind of youth or whatever, but I I I don't think that she'll I think she probably won't take critique particularly well and that yeah, I could see her I couldn't see her slipping up on performance-based challenges. Now, out of drag, this next person I thought was Honey Mahogany. 
Ooh. <laughs> like, oh, no, it's Kine. So Kine is an internet uh, queen. She has over 100,000 followers on YouTube or subscribers. Um, she's versatile. She does makeup. She can sew. She's confident. Um, she also uh, got a scholarship to do maths in university. So she, I, I like her for that. It tickles my sort of mathematical slash drag loving brain. Um, I watched a local drag race youtube channel just for a bit and he was it was a local queen being like nah she doesn't got it she doesn't have it she everything she does everyone else does better so ooh. local beef yeah <laughs> <laughs> um what did you think i re- she is the only one that i was familiar with before and like i mean i say familiar with like i really like i'd seen maybe one or two of her like tiktoks or something that people had sent around and mm. I-, I enjoy her I think that she's like I. I don't think she's going to be going into it as a super favorite, uh, but in a way, I think that b- because she's got like quite a few followers, and she'd have that little bit more, like she might be a little bit more well known than the rest of them, sort of more internationally. Perhaps she's just had that kind of like placed. It feels like maybe, maybe that's been placed a bit like on her, just because I'm like, oh, people know who you are. You're obviously going to go really far in the competitions, and but it, it, I don't know that that necessarily is the case. I like her. I think she seems good. I enjoy her like little maths demos that she does. Like she did a clever one about how you should always get the bigger pizza because rather than the two pizzas, because mm. you get more of a circumference of pizza. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I, I quite liked her. I think she seems I think she seems confident. I thought she seems like she's, you know, entertaining. But, you know, I wouldn't have. But now I'm looking at the list and I'm like, who do I think is going to win? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I would describe kind as fine but i mean like some of the challenges are to sell yourself you know make it do an ad or you know and i think she'll she'll do well at that coming up with branding and stuff like she probably will be good at that so yeah i think she's a tough one to know like it could go really one of two ways i'm gonna say like maybe seventh out yeah i didn't oh god i'm gonna have to start picking the final four I, I, i know it's hard to know um i would say that her makeup was kind of plain i did like her look i thought her personality was grand so i would see her getting kind of far enough on in the competition but i I don't think i'd see her as a winner let's move on to the next person the person i think might be the villain and that is lemon uh young and overconfident is what i had written here she spoke in this vocal fry which i found kind of annoying she reminds me of like the bitchy la gay kind of person like but kind yeah. of annoyed me she's based in ny like in new york so maybe that's where she's got it from um she also said in her vt that she grew up as an artist yeah what do you do but like poster paint what is that <laughs> how do you grow up as an artist um i first feel she'd be bitchy i think she'd be great television that being said, she was chosen by Sasha Valor to work with her in New York Fashion Week. She is a trained professional ballerina and represented Canada on their national tap team. So if she, like, Brooke will like that. Yeah, absolutely. Brooke would be like, tap your way to the crane. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I liked her look, actually. I remember thinking that she looked great. Um, and I, I thought that she she seemed kind of genuine when she was talking about having been a professional dra- dancer and then suddenly realizing when she did drag that actually that kind of clicked and that's what she was. It made me seem like this was an actual passion of hers. Um, I've Somewhere in my notes here, I've written asparagus equals filmed. Oh, that's what it was. She said, th- this is like a bit of like a conspiracy time, like sort of James's sissy.pod conspiracy corner, but this isn't a real conspiracy. Uh, 
she mentioned how oh after the first couple of days we noticed we realized that i was the person who'd been doing it uh who I've been, i was the person who'd been doing drag the shortest amount of time which just implies that they filmed the meet the queens after the season has already been filmed or during the the filming of the rest of the season which i thought was an interesting little production tidbit <laughs> wow mind blown <laughs> so i think she'll do fire like i think if she's a good dancer she'll at least slip sync away out of out of bother yeah no completely I, I i think she'll go quite far i think of the like three ones that i mentioned the was it uh kiara juice box and lemon who i kind of think quite similar i think she'll go the furthest mm. Up next then is Priyanka. She spoke a lot about being a queer person of colour on the Toronto drag scene. Um, She didn't leave a great impression on me. She talks kind of quickly and I found her kind of annoying. And then when I thought about why she talks quickly, she's also a kids TV host, which made me think, why are you talking so quickly? You should be speaking really slowly, boys and girls, to make sure that the audience get every single word. Yeah, I thought she actually seemed like she she was very much like bigging up her like the political side, like wrapping her culture, talking about the experience of of people of color participating in drag, and I suppose that that's quite good. I I did actually find her quite engaging uh, and thought okay. she seemed sincere, but I. I, I don't like I was kind of like why why are you like to go so heavy in on the like the politics side of it and not didn't really give it an impression to me overall of like what her actual drag was going to be mm. if or something like that there was something like kind of missing and that I was like you know sort of it's noble that you're here to kind of like create a role model then sometimes I do think if people are like putting their hands up to be like oh I'll be the role model I'm a bit like come on now mm. calm down <laughs> <laughs> at least she, she'll be good in front of a camera like I think one thing you notice between Drag Race and All Stars is everyone who's been on All Stars knows how to work a TV show knows how to yeah. work the cameras and like look at Jujubee for example those cameras are another limb to her so <laughs> yeah. that could be something that Priyanka can use to sort of win over the audience and even even win well in the crowds and stuff so that yeah. could that could see her do well I would say she'll do I'd say she could be like in the final five final six I'm not going to disagree with you okay <laughs> <laughs> an awkward way to say I agree okay up next someone who I think would be bad television is Rita Baga so she's said a few times that she's not much of a talker she kind of just likes to keep to herself which to me is like oh that's gonna be bad television long time judge first time contestant yes exactly <laughs> um, so I don't know how well she'll take criticism she uh, is quite established in the Quebec a drag scene she even has her own reality show in quebec she's probably the first of of this list or the only one on this list who i would say english was her second language um, yes. just based on how she spoke english um i mean perfect english but just with a bit of an accent um so yeah she said she's doing the show just to scare herself to try something that scares her which really hints at a wealth of accomplishment that she's had in her past and that yeah. makes me think she'll do well yeah I I didn't enjoy like I she get like I think her 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 whole look was very Boulay Brothers um mm. and even like the sort of slow deliberate way that she spoke I thought like she held her hand like I think her nails looked like they were uncomfortable because she was holding her hands in her way there was a, there was a lot going on with her and you are right I don't think she made the most compelling like she wasn't the most energetic uh queen um. I feel like you're I feel like you're correct that she's obviously got an enormous amount of experience and comes from and I didn't realize that she had her own reality TV show which which would suggest 
that she should be I mean like no people, terrible people get reality TV shows all the time I don't know what format it is like I don't know if it follows her around but mm. you know she seems to be have name recognition in Quebec yeah um, she's big in Quebec good for her I yeah I, I didn't really warm to her though I thought that she was like there was some sort of a disconnect between I think it was the way she the way she spoke was so slow and deliberate or something that you didn't mm. you, you got the impression that it was all going through a filter um, yeah. And I don't know whether that was because I, I, I don't think that that was necessarily a language barrier. I think that that was probably more kind of that she's very considered and how she wants to present herself. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Okay, up next is my favorite on the list is Scarlett Bobo. So she's been in drag for twelve years. She's been in circus school, which I found really really interesting. Uh, she seems really versatile. She really great personality, um, and. She said, there's going to be lots of crying. So, I mean, I love a crier. I'm a crier <laughs> so, I think she'll be really interesting. She's my winner. Um, she gave me serious detox vibes. I thought that she was experienced. I thought she came across really well. I loved, like, look that she had on with the wig and the, the rough thingy. Uh, I, yeah, I also liked the fact that she had, like, circus, sk- circus skills. I think that's going to be, like, really interesting to see what she does mm. with that. Well, obviously, there's, it was her and Jimbo. And then, actually, Crystal, as well, from Drag Race UK, had, yeah. like, the circus skills. So, obviously, that's a big thick part of Canadian. Maybe culture. it's a big part of Canadian drag culture. <laughs> we'll have to well, look into that. I don't think that. Crystal had started drag until she came to the UK. But ah, okay, okay. It's in but her. It's in her hair. It's, it's, it's in her blood, though. The kind of like once you <laughs> once you put on the once you put on that that drag as a Canadian, you're drawn to circus school. But no, <laughs> but no. I, I thought she was great. I really liked her. Um, I liked the the energy she gave. I thought she seemed sort of sincere, and also like she's probably going to be very very funny. Like I think she'll be really. F- I, I I just have I've just really got like a detox feel off her, and I wonder. I wonder, does it say more about the culture of Canada that there's more, maybe there's more cabaret performers in this lineup? Like Scarlett Bobo is a really big cabaret name more so than a drag name. I wonder, does that got to do with maybe the influence of French cultures, you know, in, in Canada that there's more cabaret than maybe in the UK or in the US? I mean, I won't disagree with you. <laughs> is, is that going to be your merch now? Just that yeah. Like, I don't disagree. I won't with disagree you. with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone lost out on my sassy little uh, cross yeah. arms there. <laughs> Finally, she was my winner from the look alone, and then she spoke and didn't say much. Tynomi Banks. I loved the look, the sort of high, flat top hair with the crown. She seemed confident, but she didn't say a lot. No, uh, I thought that her look was fab and I really enjoyed it. And I can tell you that Grace Jones was her <laughs> celebrity mm-hmm. influence. Um, but I got kind of a Brita, fil- Brita vibe off her, kind of. Like, there was a couple of times where she was, like, talking about, oh, people know who I am. Like, people, like, when I when I walked into the room, people were like, oh, my God, I knew she'd be here. So, like, you, you do, I don't know, I, there's a kind of a sense of, like, she's obviously walking in, has quite a high opinion of herself, thinks that she's going to be a real threat. But I don't know, she put that look together and she looked, well, you are right, she didn't say an enormous amount. She could be really good. And actually, now just say I read this blurb and it was like, oh, Tainomi Banks is the sort of person who's going to, like, steal the show and steal your man at the same time. You're not even going to know, which now talking to you is the bang of Dahlia saying off that. <laughs> but also she's going to be, like, really, really shy and quiet in the corner. But also she's going to be out there like, oh, good Christ. That's it. <laughs> Tainomi's going to walk into the into the workroom wearing a big broccoli costume. Yeah, That's what I'm calling her right say. now. I was like, I hope Tainomi likes broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I would say then my top three out of that list would be Rita, Baga, 
sorry, yeah, Rita Bag is the one person. Um, Scarlet Bobo and either Lemon or Jimbo. I am going to go pretty similar to you. I think Scarlet Bobo for sure. I have a serious feeling that Jimbo is going to go really far. So I'm going to go with, with Jimbo. And then I'm going to say Tainomi. I just, I, th- oh. I, I have, I have absolutely no reason, but I just feel like based on that look alone and the fact she's walking in with a reputation and it's not actually RuPaul, it's like, an, like a people, like maybe they'll take that more into consideration. So that could, mm. I could see, I could see the three of those getting, I could see her getting through to the end. Cool. Maybe. Well, I look forward to listening back to this when we're seven weeks in and we're <laughs> and <laughs> Boa, Juicebox, and Brianka are the three forwarders and we're like, ah! <laughs> uh, So as you mentioned before, Brooklyn Heights, Jeffrey Borough Chapman and Stacey McKenzie are the three sort of regular judges. Um, Stacey McKenzie was on America's Next Top Model as, as a judge a few times. Yeah. And she's, a, she's a supermodel from Jamaica. Um some of the guest judges then are what well, we spoke during our episode with the gastrogaze. Colin and Justin are the Snatch Game uh, contestants. Uh, Michelle Visage is one of the guest judges. Ali X, uh, she's a pop singer. Deborah Cox, a singer. Alicia Cuthbert, who is Kim Bauer from 24. Uh, and most importantly, she was in Happy Endings, the best, best TV show of all time. Okay. I, I don't <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of that. I, my uh, Drew Barrymore's ex-husband is on as well. Star quality-wise, uh, judges anyway aren't big. No, they aren't. And I mean, Canada's not shy of celebrities. No, maybe I don't know. Like, I mean, it would have been good to see, like, I mean, you know, an Avril Lavigne, I Nelly Furtado. And Nelly Furtado, I would have enjoyed. I would have enjoyed either yeah. of, of those. I mean, I feel like it is a real miss that they haven't don't have a single person off Shit's Creek. I mean, I, I feel like if they get to season two, they'll need to be an entire Shit's Creek challenge, and mm. it's going to need to like have Moira Rose there as the judge. Because I mean, Moira Ro- like in reality, I think Moira Rose is probably the best known Canadian drag queen. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe may- maybe in like a couple, of- maybe in like a season or two's time, they'll like ramp up the thing. Like, where where was my Alanis Morissette? I would love that. And I'm trying to think, like, do I know any other Canadians other than Avril Lavigne, Alanis Morissette, and well, Nelly Furtado? Well, there's obviously Celine Dion, but she's too big for them probably at this point there yeah. is a runway the night of a thousand Celine Dion's I saw that when I was trying to look at why episodes are coming up and um, that's one of the runways which is exciting and the first challenge is the design challenge uh, based on Canada so they have to do it in Canada inspired look similar to how the UK did a UK inspired look yes um, so that'll be interesting I honestly have low like I'm going in with low expectations okay uh, for, for this season I Watching the like, I I remember watching the in the the Meet the Queens for even the UK and for 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 this one. I just had like and for the season twelve, I had a real kind of like oh exciting, kind of interesting. I'm, you know, I'm curious to see what this person is. These people like I had to watch the videos a couple of times to even like have like enough kind of in, to enough for 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 us to chat about them tonight. There's no one that's really really excited me. There's no one that I'm like oh my god, mm. I can't wait for that. But I'm also aware that Canadians are great and they do a really good job and I hope that I'm proven wrong. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I hope that I'm allowed back into the country. <laughs> <laughs> so all Canadians are great, no. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know what it is about it. I feel more excited about this cast than I do about the UK cast. Really? Because hmm. I just remember seeing the UK cast being like, oh, Bag of Chips will be good. Oh, Blue Hydrangea be exciting to see. Davina will be fine. Vivian's going to be great. And the rest, I was not excited for I think that when it came to the UK one, my main level of excitement was seeing kind of cultural, pop culture stuff that I would be able to relate to mm. strongly represented. So like the the idea of a Snatch game where you would have like Kerry Katona or Silla Black was really exciting to me. Now obviously didn't. Yeah, but I suppose that's independent of the Queens. Yes. So maybe the, what I was looking forward to more was that I was thinking, oh, this is going to be great because it's going to be a vehicle that will bring together a lot of stuff that I really enjoy. Whereas the Canada one... I, I don't I'm not sold yet. I'm gonna need they're gonna need they're gonna need to win me over. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be their harshest critique, but then I'm gonna be their biggest fan. Often the way. <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt Drag Race UK had the same problem we kinda of have with All Stars now at the moment, whereas there's three really clear front runners right from the start and it kinda of is a three horse race the whole way through. Um, whereas like we yeah. said I've no, like, other than obviously we both picked out Scarlet Bobo to do well other than that though it's hard to know who's going to do well so I think that's exciting that is exciting it, it's nice to think that there's going to be like like with season 12 where there, there it was quite an open field for a while and then it sort of you know it, it narrowed down but um, yeah it would be yeah I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm open to, to, to being wowed that's all I'm saying that's your that's your motto in life really yeah exactly <laughs> I'm excited for Canada. James is open to being wowed. We'll only see, we'll see where it is. It, if you're listening to this, the day this comes out, Drag Race Canada starts tomorrow, Thursday, the 2nd of July. And I presume, we're hoping, that it'll be available on Wowpercents Plus. If not, it'll be available on iPlayer for those of you who are living in areas that you can access that. Um, but I think it'll be on Wowpercents Plus as well because the Meet the Queens and all were there. So it'll be there too. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that we are obviously still covering All Stars 5 at the moment so you will find our coverage of Drag Race Canada on the Wednesdays where our secret celebrity Drag Race coverage was until All Stars 5 is over and then it will resume in its usual Saturday slot yes that is true (laughs) (laughs) I don't disagree with that (laughs) um while you're here, you can play along with our Fantasy League for All Stars 5. This week, because it's Snatch Game Special Week, we are giving away a 20 euro Just Eat voucher uh, to the winner of the group. If there's a tie, we'll randomly pick somebody out of a hat. So uh, make sure you, you've chosen a good team uh, and you can do that in the link in our bio on Instagram at sissy.pod. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.